Rolling down the street. Something, something. Sipping on ginger. <laughs> Lay back. Yo, That's how we feeling right now. I'm this sipping this gin. Lick it up style. And they say, food up. But instead of food, we like, lick it up. <laughs> <laughs> for like the last two hours. So, Her Jameson, me, gin. You know, I didn't have vodka. Gin is what we had to do. Gin so, yo, so, I mean, wait. First, let's get ready, folks. <laughs> this is a full. This is a full disclaimer here. Okay, um, we are totally in a different location today. Of course, we're in Brooklyn, but we're like you might hear some random railroad crossing. Gunshots. You might hear some gunshots. You might hear some this. Yes, yeah, you might hear a variety of things. Yeah. And then I have my dog putzing around here. So please bear with us today. And I'm not gonna lie, I may slur a couple of times. So just <laughs> don't judge me, please. Please don't judge me. And I won't judge you. I am glad to be back, of course. Uh, some of you may or may not know, but I was in Greece for a few days. Not long enough, but a few days. A few days. Like 10? Yeah, like 10 days. I don't think that's enough to go to Greece. All that plane, ferry, all, all this commuting, it was, it was a bit much. I mean, I'll give, I know, I know our, you know, our cast today is kind of long, kind of lengthy, so I'm not going to go too into it, but this is an overview of what happened here. Uh, I flew to Athens direct with Emirates, of course. Yo, Emirates is the truth, folks. If I could go Emirates everywhere and I could afford it, I would so do it. Well, is not included in everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know... Flew to Athens, spent about two days in Athens. There don't really need much days in Athens because there's not much to do. It's really like the city life. So I went to the Parthenon. <laughs> Yo, Bender is like fanning here. <laughs> Are you this hot? You know, if you had a fan in the background, because she is sweating. I don't know yeah, what's going on. The liquor in the system. Can we put this on a little higher? Anyways, so um, you know Athens. Of course, you have to see. You have to go to the Parthenon, see the Acropolis. This was. It, it was an amazing view. Um, so that was cool. And you know the city life in Athens. You know everybody is kind of like it's almost like a New York City. You know people's not really watching you. You're just you know going about your business. Um, so that was a cool time. I mean the hotels there are very dumpy. And when I went, I was like, this is a four star. Hello. But let's say this. What was the purpose of going on your trip? Your birthday, go, Jordy. Yes, 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 um, so yeah, so the, for my birthday, so it was a cool trip. Um, after Athens, we took a ferry to Mykonos. Uh, that right? No, I'm lying. So that's the thing. I usually do not travel on a boat, but let me let me stand corrected. From Athens to Mykonos, it was actually a plane ride. It was a short plane ride. Um, the plane wasn't that small. It was about a 40, 50 minute ride. It wasn't that bad. So that that was cool. We got to Mykonos. You know, Mykonos is like the party island that everybody speaks about. Oh my God, Mykonos, you go like mad beach parties. They have a club called Tropicana. 
Which I think, you know what, it's not really like a Caribbean beach party. It's more like, because no one's in the water. Everyone's on the sand in their little, on a little bungalow partying, standing yeah, on tables. Cool. Yeah, dancing, you know, with their bathing suits on. Yo, this guy came up to my cousin and was like, yo, a white dread guy. No, what he said was, do you want some cocaine? And my cousin, <laughs> my cousin was so offended, like, what? No, I don't do cocaine. But uh, I do weed. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, maybe a little weed, we would have partaken that. But cocaine? No, bro. This is the truth. You know, I'm like, why he had to come to her? Because she thought she had the faux locks. I'm like, why? Because she got faux locks. He feel like he could come to her ask if she want cocaine. Anyway. <laughs> so that was cool. Uh, I have video of some of that. I might post some of that video. Uh, I mean, so basically, Mykonos is very quiet during the day. It's really like people say the party island. Beautiful place, but it's really that snobby kind of, oh, we're partying, whatever. Uh, that was okay. After that, we took, that's when we took the ferry to Santorini, which was a shit fest. I mean, these Greek people do not have no concept of time, just like West Indians. We supposed to leave at like 11 something. We didn't leave till like 12 something. Everybody rushed to the boat. My suitcase got damaged on these rocky what? damn road. Yes, it got, the wheel is jacked up. I had to drag my suitcase. I'm like, what do we do with suitcases before the wheels were invented? I don't know, but you I'm telling you, grip. He had the little grip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I was dragging this suitcase because the wheel was broken. It was just, and my suitcase was mad heavy. We had to pay for overweight between the islands. It was a debacle. Yes. Because you was overweight before you even left. No, because you know, Emirates allow you two luggage, 50 each, um, 50 pounds each. And then when we went to the islands, they were like, oh, you know, they do this whole kilo shit, this kilogram shit. Oh, you already allow 15 kilograms. I was too wasted to kind of convert what that was in pounds. I just knew my shit was overweight. So whatever, we paid it. Just make sure our luggage get there. And of course, our last island was Santorini, which was absolutely beautiful. I would definitely go back there again. I just fly straight to Santorini. Um, the people there were much more friendlier than the people in, um, in Athens as well as Mykonos. It was beautiful weather. I actually got burnt by the pool. Like I have a heat rash going on here. I mean, I'm already chocolate. I have another shade of melanin, but which I truly love, but the rash is a bit irritating. I came over. She's like using the cortisone. Yeah. I'm like bathing in cortisone right now. Bathing in cortisone. But, I mean, you know, I had asked my friend before I went there. I'm like, listen, I heard that Greece, some people are a little racist. You know, I must say, people there are very, when it comes to family, they're very family-oriented. what you bring us back from the trip. What? What'd you bring us back? You went away. What'd you bring us back? I bought some oizo. You know, that's the vodka that Greek people drink. I mean, it seems pretty good, I tell you. It, it tastes sweet. I mean, it's very sweet, but it's like a good liquor, I must say. You stepped your game up because you said you was bringing everybody back Chabani. Yeah, I did say I was bringing your body yoga, but you know, through the flight, I thought about it. Through the flight, 10 hours, I really couldn't travel with the Chabani yogurt, so I kept it very simple. Magnets. You needed the magnets, you take two Yes, exactly. I needed a freezer bag to bring that damn Chabani yoga back. But overall, it was an awesome trip. I have some amazing pictures, which um, we'll see if we can post it. I don't know if we have, uh, if Ben is willing to do that. You know, she's a poster in this group, I'm not. But um, it was a great trip. I mean, what did annoy me on this flight? I'm telling you, this is my what not for today. I don't understand it. And maybe some of you have experienced this. You know, when the, when, as soon as the seatbelt sign comes off, everybody click, clicks, claps off their seatbelts, jumps up. I mean, bro, if you are in row 59, 
maybe you should not be the first one to get up to run to the front of the plane because there are 58 plus passengers that need to get up before you. Why do people do this? If you want to be the first one off the plane, get first class, bro. This guy was like pushing through. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm like, does he have a connecting? What is he rushing to go to? My what not for the day, folks. If you really feel you need to be leaving off the plane first, then please purchase first class and not economy where I was sitting because you know I could not afford first class on Emirates. <laughs> so funny. When we got on Emirates, I was like, to my cousin, let me see if I can bump us up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I went to the front desk like, hi, how are you? He's like, hey, how are you? I'm like, you know, it's my birthday. He's like, okay, great. Happy birthday. I'm like, yeah, so I really want to solidify my seat that it's a good seat, like not next to the bathroom or anything. He was like, no, 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 you're in seat 41. You're not in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, is there any way I can get like a little close up to the front, like first class? And he's like laughing. I can't put you in first class. I'll put you in another seat, a double seat. I said, all right, cool. So my cousin got mad hype. We're in first class? I was like, no, we're not in first class. When we got on the plane, the lady, you know, little hostess, you know, they're all pretty with the red lipstick, maybe Ruby Woo with Mac. I don't know. Nice red lipstick with the hat on. And they're like, hi. I'm like, hey, is it too late to go first class? And she's like, oh, no, it's not. I'll bring you the charge. Hold on one second. I'm like, what the beep? So she comes over. You know, I don't want to see poor anything. I'm sitting there like, she's like, yeah, so first class, $1,800. I'm like, oh, okay. So I tap my cousin like, what you think? <laughs> she's looking at me like, hell no. So I'm like, is that one way? She's like, yeah, one way. Hey, So I was like, what do you think to my cousin? She's like, the lady jumps in. She's like, oh, no, you know, I wouldn't even waste money doing that. Um, I'll just put you guys to a different seat. You know why? She's so your poor <laughs> she said your poor face is like Listen, I was acting like water. I was like, I gave my cousin the face like, yo, what you think, yo? We should do this. She gave, a, she gave me a look like, bitch, bye. You know we don't have no eighteen. <laughs> but overall, it was. I'm glad you came great back to your trip. Yes. So I can't believe this. Get this, can you drink more? Just take another swig, please. Take another swig of the Jameson. Thanks. But, I mean, overall, like I said, you know, I didn't really experience any racism in Greece. I mean, like I said, there were people that just were not friendly. They wouldn't That's speak to you. There's a lot of racism. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, as, as I always say, you know, no one likes the blacks. No one likes the blacks. It doesn't matter. Just, it's always a problem. But I would say, you know, people were very, I mean, tremendously friendly in Santorini. I would love to go back there. And, you know, speaking of racism, while I was there... I was reading this article about Botham Jean, a 26-year-old brother. Very sad. This is well, in Texas. Let's start with another episode of being black. Correct. In being America. black in America. That's what we see and often talk about on this. But 26-year-old brother. And, you know, they have a video of this guy singing a church song. I mean, I'm not saying that all church people are just perfectly good. But I'm just saying. This was a church-going brother with his nice little suit. His family originally from St. Lucia. He's in his apartment. This white supremacist, Amber, aka a police officer, Amber Geyer, mistakenly, she lives on the fourth floor. She's on the third floor. Third floor, right? Oh, yes. And he lives on the fourth floor. She goes to his fourth floor apartment. She claimed she thought it was her apartment and that the apartment door was ajar. And she saw this silhouette. And she told the guy, get out the room. Get out. She claimed that she repeatedly asked this person to get out. And when, she, when he didn't make the move to get out the apartment, she shot him dead. Of course, witnesses are saying 
it's a totally different story. Um, they said that she banged on, she was knocking on the door, indicating that his door was closed. She was knocking on his door, saying, "Hey, let me in, let me in." I don't know what the hell happened here. But this is my first question. Why didn't they test this lady to see if she was drunk or high? That should have been the first thing. And you know what's, what's going to happen here is that now they're trying to charge her with manslaughter as, a, as opposed to murder. And now, of course, the blood or whatever drug she had in her system is no longer in her system. So they can't test her for that now. But let's be honest. This lady had to be high or drunk to go into a whole different apartment on a whole different floor thinking and it was she hers. she really went into another person's apartment. What upon this guy, Bachman, had a little sex appeal and she probably tried to kill him because he tried to break it off. You don't know what her story Ooh, is. Ooh, that's a different story. <laughs> But the sad part about it is that, again, this, this, is 20, this is 26-year-old boy dead. His mother, of course, his family is totally devastated. His mom is like, this lady, why does she have to do this to my son? And again, I think this happened, what, in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, all the black people in Texas need to just leave Texas. That's what I say. I don't know where you're going to go because New York is way too pricey. But if you could afford it, you need to come up east. I I I don't know what else to say. But that was that was very really troubling. You said Atlanta. I still got a side eye on Atlanta. You do, really? I do. But uh, that leads us to George Zimmerman. Yeah, tell me about it. So we all know George Zimmerman, the white Zimmerman, the white supremacist that killed Trayvon Martin and got off with the Stand Your Ground law in Florida. This white supremacist is currently selling pictures of Trayvon with his freaking signature, what do you call it, autograph on it. Yep. As well as the Skittles, bags of Skittles that he's signing them and Tra- selling it. And for charging for $100 for the Skittles uh, signature. That's what he's this. doing. I, you know, I agree with free speech. If all of you that may not remember, Trayvon was holding a bag of Skittles when this guy killed him. For no reason. And now he's showing pictures of this man, this boy, young lad, dead on the floor because this guy wanted to be, what, Mr. Hero to kill this poor kid. And now he's making profit white, over it. White supremacist yo, hero. I some of the comments on Instagram and it was like, yo, he should have, his father should have just took care of him. And then we all would have go fund me his legal defense team. Hello, that's a, that would have been a good idea. I mean... Why won't somebody take care of him now? I mean, ain't no time the best but the present. Don't they say some shit like that? Listen, we are not condoning murder. Dot, dot, dot. I'm just saying, this guy is, he's really, I mean, you got away with the murder already. Move on with your life. And you know what? I think he sent out like a death threat to like, to Beyonce or something like that. Because, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce did that whole documentary on Trayvon Martin's death. Like, this guy is, he's doing too much for somebody that got away with this shit. Yes, he did. He's doing way too much. So, I don't know. I'm just saying. Anyone who doesn't mind just taking the bid for all of us <laughs> that has the altruistic spirit, please, take him out. <sighs> but regardless, George Zimmerman, Zimmerman, winning because of what? And the pictures he's selling for like 250 I think, or some shit like that. I mean, like 10 over the week. buy bags of Skittles with someone's signature on it? Yo, come see me. I'll even give you a bag of ice. But that's just showing you, if people who think that racism does not exist, there are people that support this shit. Those are the white supremacists out there. Not suspected, they're legit white supremacists paying for this shit. Even for the black people that think racism doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. AKA, wake up, Serena Williams. You just got served. You just got served. You are still black. She got the nigga wake up call. That's what they call it. This is America. You know, everybody knew Serena was playing on the U.S. 
US Open while she was there the ref starts calling out saying that she's basically cheating that she's making signs and she was like listen you can say whatever you want to say about me but I have never like cheated. cheated in this game nor yes. will I ever cheat and yeah. because of that she gets some kind of penalty and what ends up happening the 20 year old one I mean at least we're still winning this is, this is a 20 year old black girl Naomi Ozaka or whatever Ozaka meaning like Japanese I don't know but you know she yeah. thoughts you have one ounce of blackie. You're black. So she's winning. You know, and I did see, like, uh, they did an interview with her, maybe on NBC or one of these um, networks, and they were talking about her win. And it was sad because this girl, this is her first time with this big win, and she has always idolized Serena, Serena. Williams just growing up. And what they did was they turned this interview into asking her about, you know, the boot. Yeah, about Serena. And I felt really bad for her at that moment. You know, People were booing, but they weren't booing her. They were booing the referee for his, you know, um, the, the injustice of his calls. But Serena Williams even went to her and was like, listen, this is your moment. Like, you know, shine. And I, and I really appreciate that about Serena Williams. But, you know, as they say, the wake-up call, she got it that time, Serena. At the end of the day, you're black. I don't care what white man you're screwing. It doesn't matter. I'm telling you, with these folks, it doesn't matter how much accolades you have. They will bring you back to what's real out here yeah, in the streets. You and, are black. Um... Being black in America, Colin Kaepernick, we love you so much. Oh my gosh, Colin. But yo, shout out Nike for choosing Colin Kaepernick to be the, the what do you call it? The, the face, the, the face. The face of the 30th anniversary um, ad for Just Do It. So everybody yeah. knows Nike's tagline is Just Do It. They chose Colin Kaepernick. They have LeBron in there. They did a commercial with Colin Kaepernick, LeBron, Serena, and, you know, they had a couple other people that were, like, you know, differently abled. Um, in, the, in, in, in the commercial, in the yeah. Commercial. Basically showing them just doing it. A kid with no legs doing, you know, wrestling, you know, girl with running and basketball. Several just differently abled people who were doing their do and winning out here, and they did it. And let me tell you what. These white people went crazy. Oh, yes. They Bird in Nikes. And then, uh, y'all, how did Nike do this? How they can support Colin Kaepernick? The white supremacists. You, at first, Nike started taking a hit. But let's be realistic. White people ain't buying Jordans. It's the blacks that ain't got that can't afford it that's buying white these Jordans. They're buying Air Maxes. They're buying the little $25, $50. They're buying Keds. They're buying Toms. They're buying Nikes, but they're buying the low They're not buying Air Max at $150 off the gate. Yes. The new sticker that I want to get, $150 straight out the gate. I don't know what it's called. The bubble on the back. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. But no one is spending that kind of money just like that. Correct. You know? So Nike did take a hit, but guess what? They're back up. Their stocks are at an all-time high. Their stocks have never been this high. And you know, basically, after the ad comes out, the NFL wants to post uh, a, a quote saying, Oh yeah, like, now. Um, the National Football League believes in dialogue, understanding, and unity. We embrace the role and responsibility of everyone involved with this game to promote meaningful, positive change in our communities. And this is the Executive Vice President of Communication and Public Affairs. The social justice issues that Colin and other professional athletes raise deserve our attention and action. All of a sudden, this man been kneeling for how long? He can't get a contract for how long? And now... The, the NFL wants to come now, out. Now, what he's talking about deserves some attention. Full of shit. Pump Please say it. <laughs> They're full of shit. And you know, the thing about it is, I mean, let's be honest, Nike definitely did their homework in terms of, they know who their who their buyers are. They know it's not the majority of white folks. Let's be honest. This is not geared just to buyers. You it's know, not, but, but at the end of the day, the dollars matter. realize that what Kaepernick is doing here is real. 
real. It's truthful. It, it means something. You know what I'm saying? I hope that's the reason why they chose him. Not just because they knew this was going to create a rage. Some level of it. Let's all be honest. You have to but, go back to the dollar at some point in time. You, so, have to be, you have to be honest. But regardless of what, they did a great thing with choosing Kaepernick. And so... Um, and to you know, and all this kind of creates a, uh, you want to say something else? No, go ahead. This kind of creates a rolling ball of other people doing different things. Nick Cannon goes into a Nike store. He buys all the, the socks that they have and donates them to homeless people. That's what's up. Jim Carrey goes on Bill Maher and he throws his feet up on the table like, yo, Nike. check out my Nikes. I'm For real. Yo, because a pair of sneakers doesn't bring you any closer or any worse away from being... Um, from being, you know, being a, a responsible American, and I have to say, I'm so grateful that Kaepernick is not giving up, even though he has not gotten a contract Correct. or whatever. And I read this article about this uh, sporting goods store that sold his stuff the year that his team made it to the Super Bowl, and they were selling his jerseys. They said they had tons of jerseys left over, but until Kaepernick took the knee in 2016, did anyone come back to buy him? So now mm. people are looking for jerseys. There are no jerseys to be sold because wow. Kaepernick doesn't have a team. But on another note, Kaepernick is selling jerseys. A hundred and some kind of dollars, seventy-nine dollars for adult jerseys and ninety-nine for kids. And he's donated twenty percent of the proceeds to his thing, uh, his charity. Oh wow. But that's a crazy amount with just a Kaepernick jersey that has his own number on it, seven. And then it's I mean, well, I have my Kaepernick shirt. I mean, listen, I'm well, not a Kaepernick jersey, but, you know, the, the black websites do have things saying Neil. They have something representing Kaepernick. So, you know, I do have one, which I've been stopped numerous times. Like, oh, my God, where you got that shirt from? And I will let people know, you know, hey, check it. Oh, definitely. I per- served fresh. We'll definitely post it on the gram. But um, this is a black website that sells um, T-shirts. Really cool website. Um, but, you know, on another note, talking about T-shirts, Jennifer Lewis on the Emmys. Yes. First of all, I love this lady. I mean, they always typecast her as the mom. As a mom on no, these different shows. She's the mother on our favorite movie of all time. Got to do. Got to do. Anime. Anime Boulevard. <laughs> and Yo, then. She sold that girl out. <laughs> but. my all-time favorite movie but also she's favorite movie. yes also you have a movie favorite more than this i know what you uh, grease i have tons yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have one movie in front of this but this is my second favorite <laughs> but um also that show with tracy ellis ross she's a mama on that show as Black-ish. well mm-hmm. black she's in a few i mean she's always typecast as a mom and she does a phenomenal course, job yes it's so mama yes it, it sure Mama-ish. is Mama-ish. <laughs> definitely but she represented on the Emmy carpet. She just came with the Nike shirt. And she was like, Bleed yeah, out. I'm doing it for, the, you know, the social, the racist injustice. And it was just great to see her do that because, you know. Yes. Natural yes. Afro. And this lady's like 70 years plus old. or something like that. She's an older lady. Oldish. I She's old, but she looks great, and she rocked the shirt, and I thought it was a great message to show. And she even said it. She was like, this is for the millennials to let y'all know your ancestors behind you. We are behind you. And I thought that was a great message, especially at that time, um, to speak about it. But, you know, speaking about the Emmys and how people look, <laughs> I tell you this. I was glad to see Regina King there. You know, I haven't oh, been able to so get into her show too uh, much. What's that? Uh, what was her show called? Seven Seconds. Seven seconds. I'm so, so happy for her. Very and happy to see that. so great. Designed by Kristen Siriano. Yo, this Kristen Siriano, y'all may not remember who he was, but he was on Project Runway. 
Thanks, yo. Hashtag Kylie Kloon. Because he did it for, she did it for him, and now look at him. He's like winning all over town. Doing great. But her, the dress he had on a yellow dress was a very nice yeah, dress. Yellow. Very simple, and it fit her very lovely. And I even when she. Skin yeah. Well, you know how that goes. Black girls rock. Um, ooh, Issa Rae. I loved it. Love it. I love the fact that it was like a pants, like a jump, like almost like a jumper. Then the it had trail. the flow in with the trail. She looked so beautiful in it. It was very nice. And they said it took like mad hours because these are all like hand pinned um, gems. gems on the dress. Very beautiful. Yeah, and then this girl, Kristen Bell. I mean, I don't really know who she is, but she looked very beautiful. Kristen flawless Bell. in the white. That's on that show, The Good Place. She's on an NBC show called The Good Place. And she was on that show with Don Cheadle when mm. he was doing like uh, advertising or marketing or something like that. Yeah, I mean, she looked nice. The white dress was white dress beautiful. Very nicely. Oh, what about Scarlett Johansson? I think you loved it. Oh my God, I loved it. I don't like the ruching, but I like the style of the dress. Just minus the ruching. Yeah, the ruching was a bit much, but this is the fact that she had that deep V. It yeah, looks yeah, sick. Very sexy. Very nice. If I was deep V. <laughs> <laughs> Where would those boobs be? I tell you. You never know. I have to strap those suckers around with ropes. <laughs> I don't have to my back. Uh, what about, um, what's her name? Padma? Oh, yes. Who Padma Lakshmi. I mean, the dress is beautiful. It's a nice dress. Um, but I, I, I respect it. Anybody who can go back, go on a red carpet and wear a repeat dress or go anywhere, like Tiffany Haddish, listen. Because in reality, in the real world, people repeat their clothes. No one wears an outfit once. Or it's not a one and done when you wear an outfit. Come on. Never wear it in front of the same people twice. That's it. You just you just switch it up. You might not wear it to a party, but you'll wear it to a baby shower. I mean, you just gotta <laughs> switch it up. That's it. Um, Jessica Beale, her dress was gorgeous. That was really an amazing dress on oh, her. White. And you know, they say usually white doesn't look good on the runway, but definitively this dress looks great on her. It's so couture, couture with a little design. She really looked great. So I mean, overall, um, you know, there was a lot of great um looks on the Emmys. Angela Bassett. Oh my gosh, Angela Bassett was one of the best dressed. Yes. And she probably is one of the oldest. Like, Angela Bassett got some age on her. Definitely, but she is rocking it. And she still got her show 911 that's about to come out again. Yes. Bring it. And let's talk about things I did not like Leslie Jones. This holographic pink suit. Oh, that was. Who? Leslie Joe, oh yes, that was horrible. What's up? Oh no, this is the woman from Ghostbusters and from Saturday Night Live. Yes, yeah, it looked horrible. Another pink disaster was Tracy Ellis Ross. I mean, and you know who made that? Kristen Sariano. Yikes! Who made that also. I don't know. It just didn't do anything for her. I know Tracy Ellis Ross. She's a bit of a funky dresser. Like you know, mm-hmm. she can be really funky with dressing, but it just didn't do it for me. I'm sorry, Tracy, but you know, many more I could do without it. Many more could have went to the funeral with that dress. Tracy Ellis Ross, I'm so torn between this pink puff dress, yellow. <laughs> torn because I understand why she did it. You know, Diana Ross used to wear dresses like this all the time. It just looked like it was taking her over. It just, just wasn't a good look. Sad. Um, and I mean, that was basically it. I mean, there were a lot of whatnots. Find forever look great. What's her name? Um, which one? The one. Tisha White, Wakanda's sister. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. She yeah. I mean, she looked a little simple dress, but... It was simple, but nice. Very nice on her. And appropriate. You know who looked good, too? The sister from Blackish, the youngest sister. Very age-appropriate. Her little heel on. Mm-hmm. She looked great. We'll Wasn't too grown. She's on the ground so you can see and remember... The looks of the night. 
the looks of the night and Ruka had on that was looking green. But speaking of red carpet stuff, so while while I was on, you know, while I was away, I saw this whole drama with Cardi B and um, Nicki Minaj. So you know, sad. you know I love a Cardi. It's it's so disappointing as black females, especially in the industry, because we're so minimal in the industry. Like it's not a lot of us, a lot of us, but um. <laughs> It's so not a lot of us black females there. And to know that the the two black females that's probably on top right now is the ones that's fighting and literally fighting. Like, you know, a little competition, a little bit of, you know, jabs and music, you know, a little competition. That's cool. That's cool. I'm all for it. But then when you go to trying to throw blows, it's that just is just ridiculous. That is very degrading. And it's it's sad because, you know, it, and it went down for some bullshit. I think... Um, you know, at this what what show was that? I forgot what award the fashion awards, whatever mm-hmm. it was. And um Cardi B is stating that Nicki Minaj talked about her child. Like why us as black people always gotta be like, nah, you can't talk about da 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 but you don't you, you can't talk about my kid, you didn't pass the line. Like really, if you know that you're a good mother, why do you have to fight? You just became a mother. You don't even know if you're good yet. <laughs> Facts. You know, Nikki is saying she didn't say it. So now she's back. Well, well, Nikki she is saying, listen, said. Nikki's like, listen, I would never. And I mean, the way she said it, I kind of believe it. She was like, I would never talk about somebody in their parents. And she was like, that's something I would not ever do. Yeah, that's the. Uh... I hope you hear the sirens. Welcome to Brooklyn. Welcome to bedside. But um, yeah, Nikki saying that she that it was so ridiculous, and she said that for herself, she thinks she thinks it was bad what happened in terms of how they look as artists, and she's saying that she's so embarrassed to be in her beautiful dress and to be involved in this kind of scuffle with Cardi B. Mm-hmm. So she's very embarrassed about it, but she's also saying this is very uncalled for, and that the reason that Cardi B is given for this behavior is because she said this thing about you know Cardi B's kid, and she said I would absolutely never say anything like that. In the video, I saw Rashida Ali, and I was a little bit confused of whose side she was on, but from what I understand. Rashida Ali is very cool with uh, Nicki Minaj or whatever. Wasn't she like a shoe consultant? How did she bec- how did she even become someone's right hand man? But whatever. Um, my thoughts on it is basically, and some other people's thoughts, like um, Kelly Rowland. Yeah, some other people said yeah, it's really ridiculous. And you know what? Example to these young black girls that are following you. But you know what it shows us? You could, you could take Cardi B out the hood. You just can't take the hood out of her. But in this game, you have to know how to conform because you will not last long. You're in a different class now. You're not on the street. You're not on Fordham Road. You're in Hollywood. Yikes. You know what I'm saying? You're in Hollywood. It's time to switch it up, sis. Maybe she needs some anger management classes. This is a second incident yeah. that I know of because I know she has so some other incidents. She needs to learn. How to maintain herself appropriately. Maybe she took an etiquette class from Tara from oh, Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> maybe she's a re enroll, but Tara, I don't know if that's the best person to be teaching that class. But again, you know, shout out to Nikki and Cardi. These are two Trini sisters. From what I, I mean, we know yeah, Nikki yeah. Minaj has Trinidadian background, and Cardi B, that's what they, you know, she says that she has Trini background. So, you know, it's like, come on, why we gotta be the angry sisters out here? Let's do better. Definitely. Please, let's do better. And that's what I want to see for Nas and... Cooks. Oh, my gosh. This is so sad. Because, you know, everyone loves Nas. I mean... Put all his Instagram pics of him just almost looking like he's about to lick his lips. <laughs> Sexy. I tell you, Nas. That's one brown-skinned brother that can get it. But anyways... <laughs> um, when Nas was with Khalees, I was kind of jealous. Like, oh, my God. He's, but I thought Khalees was a bad chick at that time. Yes. I hate you so much right now. So much angry... 
I don't know. That song was just so angry. But Nas mentions that, of course, it seems like there's been a lot of buildup with them going back and forth to court, custody, um, her coming out with a tell-all. And it just seemed like he got really frustrated. And trust me, I don't believe in this whole thing with men speaking about their business because I feel like it's a panty man move. But Nas, to me, is far from a panty man. He doesn't get down like that. He's been silent for a long time. Okay. And she's been speaking out her little shit about her and Nas, the personal stuff. And it seems like he just got really fed up and was he did like a seven-page post or some shit like he just went off like he went into details <laughs> about how telling the kid that guy doesn't love him and fight and how they're fighting for the kid and how she wanted more money she keeps coming back for more money how she wouldn't oh. let him see his son it's just sad what more money she want like i mean come on um her career never went to where obviously she probably wanted it to go but the little bit that she had take the shine and keep it moving you had a baby by a guy that has money um, it didn't work out. Moved the hell on. But it, apparently that's not enough for Cleese. And apparently she's remarried. Did she really move on then? If you're, if you're with someone else and you're still talking about your old relationship, you're not over it. And that man should feel insecure. Old relationship. She's talking about her old relationship in regards to her kid. Well, yes. Her the most but that's even sad because then also you're putting the kid in the middle. The kid is going to grow up one day and hear all this yeah, shit. So definitely. Instagram will be like an archive by then. But it's happy to be like... Yikes, mom. I mean, so, I mean, you know, as I said, Nas poured his heart out, and I think he just got really tired of the bullshit. And unfortunately, he had to put his business out there. But, and also, you know, she's saying it's not true, but the nanny, I guess the living nanny, said all that Nas is saying is accurate. So she backed him up on that. And I believed him from the beginning anyway. And, you know, he's mentioned that he, yeah, and he mentioned that he did. You see, we talked about the red flags with these crazy broads. (laughs) That he ignored the red flags of Khalees being a crazy bitch. When she came out the show, I hate you so much right now. That is red flag. (laughs) I don't know why he proceeded a relationship with her. But he did, and they have a beautiful kid out of it. And this is just move on and be cordial. Definitely took my sweaty moving on. Tamar Braxton. Oh. <laughs> He's a snack. He's a lunchable. Ooh. And I love me a turkey lunchable. African. Nigeria. With the Lunchables? Yeah. Yo, that turkey is everything. But high in sodium. They're all high in sodium, guys. <laughs> but that Lunchable, I tell you, she's saying this guy, yo, she is sprung. He's tasty. He's tasty. You know, she's from Nigeria. You know, she better do a background check on that Negro. But they say he's been living here a long time. And, you know, somebody was in LA. Maybe he got kids and a wife and children in Nigeria. I know, four wives. He's been here all the time, sis. So don't you worry about Uh -uh. it. Uh-uh. For his mother's birthday, I'll let you know. Uh Uh-uh. I hear that. Talking about three months and she loves him already. You know what it is. Because she's been. That's a three month love. But you know what it is. The thing about Tamar, she's been oppressed by that fat Tamar. I mean, that fat uh, Vince. That's what it is. And, you know, I always wonder, like, is she really in love with Vince? I mean, I'm not doubting that she does love him. Of course, she probably eventually grew to love him. But let's be honest. She probably was in love initially with his money. This guy was paid. Okay? And so, I mean, it must be a difference to have a big, fat, 400-pound guy on top of you to a nice, sexy 220 all muscle. Let's be honest. Was he 400 pounds? I mean, I don't know. I didn't weigh him, sis. But I know he is... He's a biggie. He's a... (laughs) That's the song he's singing right now. But, yes, but one thing about the interview that I did see with her with uh, Wendy Williams... 
you know, Tamar, she does seem very um, genuine when she speaks. And she spoke about how this guy's a snack, he has a nice body, all of that. Dread, she's so in love. And then, you know, Wendy... And, you know... (laughs) Well, Tamar is not complaining about the dreads dripping on her skin. But I tell you this, Wendy Williams got into the real meats and potatoes, which I wanted to know. Is it true? Your mother came out stating that Vince was putting hands on you. Is it true? And she was like, that is absolutely not true. Um, I would not deal with that. Yeah, I probably kind of roughed him up a bit, but it was never an abusive relationship. Which now I'm giving Tamar the side eye, because why would your mother come out to say that unless she had a valid reason to say that? So, I mean, shout out to Tamar. Hopefully, I wish her all the best with this new sexy chocolate Nigerian, because you know I'm all for it. So, you know, talking about people always trying to throw people business out in the street, let's talk about Bobby Brown's sister. Oh, my gosh. That Bobby Brown's, uh, uh, what do you call this? His miniseries, the Bobby Brown story, Beatle, that followed the, the new edition story on BET. Yes. Mm-hmm. His sister, Leola Brown Muhammad, is pissed off. <laughs> Her thoughts on Facebook the next day was the fakest movie I've ever seen. No, I'm sorry. The fakest movie I ever seen. Not I. I ever seen. <laughs> and basically, she was coming for Bobby Brown's wife, saying that everything in the series wasn't right. Um, and, you know, everybody was saying that the first episode was so long, and they wanted yeah. to know what it was going to end, and all of the things, and they even cut out some parts where Bobby Brown was saying he used to date Janet Jackson. Yo, that I would like to see. So they cut all of that out of the movie, but his sister was so through, his his current wife was like the executive producer or something like Correct, that. Correct, his current. And his mm-hmm. sister was just like, yo, she's you mad fake. know anything about what used to be happening in them days. You don't get to come talk about our life. And she said, you know what, I'm going to create my own miniseries and put it out there. So people can see the real story about the real Bobby Brown. So now so she's I coming out with wait. something. Oh, God. I won't even wait. I won't even um, DVR it. watch the real one until your fake one comes out. <laughs> give, it, give, it me, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Like the guy says, I won't give it to you. Give mm-hmm. it to me. I won't give it to you. <laughs> but I think I people are over this. Story. People are over this Bobby Brown saga. It's just like, and then, oh, my God. they and have. He, he released a new song. You know, oh, with the movie coming out. So. And you know, the, the girl Raina from Power, all knows Power, Raina, Ghost Daughter. <laughs> she's playing Christi- Christina. Oh, Bobby Christina. Bobby Christina in the movie. And of course, as we all know how that ended. So it was just like, was damn, Raina. Instagram, they were talking about how many times you got to see Raina die. I know, poor Raina. But she got to work. Work, 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 work. I don't even get in touch with power. I got one more episode and then I'll be finished season two. So she'll have the same amount. I know. Episodes. So we're going to watch this this week, definitely. You know how we feel about the whole season of power next week. Correct. So anyway, as we talk about power, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about corruption of power. <laughs> what we think about Department of Homeland Services, which takes $10 million from FEMA. 10 mil, kid. 10 million from FEMA in order to... Um, fund the detention centers where they still have these poor immigrants who are coming across the border. So sad. As we're about to hit a damn tornado. No, it wasn't a tornado. It was a storm, like a category a hurricane. A hurricane. A hurricane. As a hurricane is about to hit the Carolinas. So sad. They're gonna take money out of FEMA. When FEMA's supposed to need the money, they take care of the people that's gonna get hit by the hurricane. Ten oh. mil. Ten mil. President f- Trump. <laughs> Do you hear your people crying out in the water? Not my president. Now they don't have FEMA. They don't 
They won't have enough money. You know, people barely have money for the people from Hurricane Sandy. I know. Uh, let's not get into Katrina. Correct. But now, we're young, willingly taking money out of their budget days before a hurricane launches. Not cool. Very not cool. And, not and I think, cool. um, I mean, I just came, came back, but I know that they were saying at one time that 13 people were dead, including a baby. I don't know what the number is now. I'm sure it's much higher. Wait, you know, I thought temperance. But can we just go back to these detention centers where children are still not with their parents? I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. I don't They're think they have still any attention. Not with their parents. And I think they really believe that, you know what? Guess what? Um, no one's. Uh, monitoring the story anymore, so they're not going to make that their top priority. So, it, you know, it is what it is. Um, also, too, uh, I tell you, this was sad, man. King's Plaza. First of all, when I first got into Athens, I had seen that somebody hit me up like, yo, Rihanna's in King's Plaza. I'm like, yo, for real. I'm mad excited. She was in King's Plaza like a couple of days. I guess I'm assuming because of her whole oh, Fenty, Fenty line or whatever at JC Penny or wherever, but she looked absolutely she did a, gorgeous. She did a Fenty runway show? Oh, I didn't oh, know. She did with real women. I mean, belly cleavage on display. Oh, we got to check that out. I have to check that out. Check it out for next week. We'll talk about it. But she did like a runway show and it was really like all real people. No. At, no models. No models. Really. I appreciate that. I'm telling you. I mean, many of those people call themselves models, but <laughs> we just call it real people. I mean, respect to Rihanna always. Um, but, yeah, she was there, um, I think, at the beginning of the week. And then at the ending of the week, this guy comes and uh, burns down the damn parking lot, the parking Yo, garage. First of all, I, I was thinking, what did he really burn down? Because nobody parks there. But me, when I go to King's Plaza, I park across the street. street. <laughs> that back street. Over there by Sabash. Yes. I cross the street to Sabash and park on the back street. Maybe I should not be telling you guys this. I don't want anybody taking my parking spot. But that's, and I just walk across the street. I don't mind walking instead of paying that, what, $3? I have not been to King's Plaza in forever. I feel like I need to go visit there just because of this. Girl, they got new stores. If the the parking lot is burned down, (laughs) that means all the street parks is going to be bad books. Hello. That's a lot, guy. But it seemed like, I mean, from what I understand, it seemed like, uh, from what I heard, I don't know how true it is, they said that that side of the parking lot, which is the flatbush side, had a lot of, um, you know, like a dealership had rented it out to kind of park their cars there or something to that sort. I don't know how true that is, but it was a lot of Mercedes-Benz. It was a lot of, like, high-end cars that this guy had burned down. So, you know, it was pretty sad. And, of course, it was, you know, sadly enough, it was a black guy. And his response on News 12 was... While they were trying to tell us what you did. Why you did this? Why you did this? Why did you do this? What did he, he say? Said, I apologize. I'm sorry. I apologize. As he's getting, that's his right after they sat him in the cop car, but they didn't close the door yet. Nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> say that hey, mistake. You sorry, right? You sorry. <laughs> sorry, ass motherfucker. Yeah, you sorry. I mean, what would be the, I really want to get into his head to say, why would you burn this thing down? Why? I mean, there's some crimes that just don't mean anything. Somebody steal your dog, you gonna kill it? Yo, I can, I can get behind What? That, steal a dog? That is, that is I horrible. I you trying to get out to somebody, but a parking lot that has nothing to do with anything. You know, maybe this guy was like a... a maybe he worked. But you know, you should just white people crap. 
Yeah, yeah. I just, I just don't get it. I, I really need the backstory. Someone needs to interview this guy and really find out why he did this. But neither here nor there. Sadly enough, King's Plaza was in flames. I mean, you could have seen the smoke, the dark smoke. I think everyone in that area should be wearing like a face mask or something because that did not seem healthy at all. But let's hope that nothing to do with the mall because I'm on my way to King's Plaza this weekend. I got to see what's going on. <laughs> I think they, they got a so-called price mart. And I hit a oh, price my God. People are going crazy over this cool. price mart. And I'm so seeing people with I'm this price mart. I'm going to head over, but just, just to notice, make sure there's a parking space over there for me when I get there. Yeah, I mean, and did you hear about the Starbucks thing that <laughs> in Mexico City... There's going to be a Starbucks for the elderly? They already opened it. They were like, just minimum. Do I really want my pumpkin spice latte with a side of extra fake teeth? Because <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let's be honest. I don't want this to be a geriatrics run Starbucks. That's exactly what they're trying to do here. Let me tell you something. Even when I mobile order my drink, which is very lofty, I'm not going to lie. A vanilla chai, seven pumps of chai, no water. Only non-fat milk, no foam. I will return it and put a sip of foam on the top of my drink. <laughs> okay, it is very lofty. Do you think they're going to be able to follow all these details? My, in my instructions? I don't think so. They didn't keep that shit in Mexico City. And the thing about it is that, I mean, come on, Kevin Johnson. A white man, by the way. <laughs> Does believe in diversity. You just started focusing on being, yeah, diversity with black folks. Now you want to go to the geriatrics crew? Can we specialize in one thing at a time, please? It's too much. It's too much. Too much going on here. Too much. It's too much. But yo. But you know, everywhere you go, you gotta get Starbucks. I'm glad y'all been working. Because I don't want to see it now. I'm not. So to, I mean, if they're going to do this, they need to check these people's cognitive responses. Like, are they really good with, with directions? Yeah, I need to check the cognitive responses of the people that work with me. Because let me take a look. <laughs> <laughs> they are the, the bad ones. The, the so, the, 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 Sugar in, it's like, you know, getting waxed, your hair removed. So I went to get my hair removed, you know, for my trip. I had to be clean for my bathing suits. But anyways, I pull up and, you know, a, a white or Jewish lady does my waxing, which maybe I should stop. Don't worry about it. I'm looking into a black-owned uh, person to remove my Yo, hair. Yo, but this girl is mad cool. She's <laughs> mad cool. Still lives in the hood of Canarsie. Definitely. White girl. She's like the only white thing. girl rocking there. So, yeah, I'm working and on no it. And curtains on her windows. Like, Yo, sis. I believe <laughs> Anyways, anyways, so basically, you know, I pull up to her because she does her sugaring in her apartment, and you know, I pulled up and I was like, Oh, I'm looking for a park. All of a sudden, I see a Buick with smoke coming out of it. I'm like, Oh, this person looks like they're leaving. <laughs> this is like a 1970 Buick, I don't know, very old. And I look, and I see he's an older white man. I'm like, oh, that must be her father, because they're the only white people on the block. And I see him pulling, you know, I had to back up. I was like, yo, this guy is trying to move out this parking spot. He looks like he's experiencing some hard, some problems. I was like, oh, no, let me let this man clear out of the direction, then I'll move in. And I told her, why is he still driving? people driving. Yo, you need to have a re-driving test. <laughs> a, re- a retake. A retake. <laughs> I don't think one driver's test is another. I know for sure. I failed my first road test. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to say it. I failed it to the first and the you second time. Why? Because I was driving through the streets of New York like a crazy woman <laughs> without even having a 
a driver's license. So <laughs> I know why I failed. But let's be real. These oldies, I'm telling you, my mother, I might pull her driver's license on my own. <laughs> yeah, me don't want to do it, but sometimes when I'm driving for her, I'm like, mad shaky. Where's this man coming from? I'm like, he was, Mom, he was dead the whole time. Yikes. I'm he telling you. Another what not. Maybe people should, I mean, especially people like you, Ben, to pull your parents' driver's license. They should not be on these streets. I'm telling oh, you, a driver like me don't have patience. My mother worked two jobs. She's still working. No, she needs to get on a, tr- a Uber or something. I don't she's know. She's still working. She ain't going to give up. She ain't going to, she thinks she's still driving good. And yo, I ain't going to lie. I hate driving. You know I don't like to drive. I know. So if somebody's willing to drive, I'm going to just fall asleep. So that if an accident happens, I'm already sleeping. I'll die in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a little word. <laughs> but again, these old folks were not to be driving on these streets. Accessor ride is available. Oh. So this is the real rated and raw experience. This is it. I want to tell you happy 35th birthday. Thank you, boo. Everybody want to drop Living my best life. Send her DM. She'll come pick it up. Just drop it on the Thank God. I know. Welcome back to the racism of America. I know. Another racist place. Thank you for listening. And this is Raw Dog Show. And thank you for listening. Next week we'll have a better location. Don't worry about the background. She'll be talking about it.